The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. Nerds, discover your geeky haven with Twink.com. We've been delivering you the best products and all things pop culture for more than 20 years. Enjoy a wide selection of officially licensed merch from your favorite fandoms. We carry top brands from Disney, Funko, Marvel, and DC, Star Wars, Harry Potter, and much, much more. We also offer an array of exclusives that you won't find anywhere else. With all these collectible goods, you're definitely going to need a bigger boat. Use code WINGEEKS15 for 15% off your order. To another episode of Wookie Radio. Of course, my brain's thinking we be geeks. <laughs> yeah, no, it's Wookie well, Radio. You sure we are? But well, two of us are we be geeks. <laughs> Just say, but here, yeah, but we all be geeks anyway. But here, the three of us are the Smugglers Three, and it is Ken, Derek, and myself, Mike. How are you guys doing? Pretty good, really. Right. Actually, we happen to be recording this on the perfect day too. Yeah, and yeah, my wife. It's birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday to Nancy. Very big happy birthday, Nancy. I, I hope it was a very good day for her. Other than the snow, it wasn't bad. Uh, a white birthday. Can't go wrong. That's for sure. <laughs> you can get all of our snow, but then again, uh, Saturday, we're supposed to be Friday night into Saturday. We're supposed to get the I guess they call it a bomb cyclone, whatever the heck that is. Oh, we're, we're supposed to get two to four yep. inches overnight. They're, they're talking here. Uh, while not snow, we're we're supposed to dip really low again for down here, which is unseasonably cold for this time of year. It's been a very strange winter. Yes, it has. A lot of up and down and up and down and up and down. Because, oh, yeah, I'm supposed to get two, yeah. four inches of snow Friday night into Saturday. And then and the, on Sunday, it gets up to 43. On Monday, we're back up to 55. Yeah. Yeah, mine's similar. Only Saturday, I have rain with a chance of snow. Ah. The weird thing is... So you the can Great keep Lakes, your... yeah. No. <laughs> well, the lakes have not really affected the weather this year, which is weird. The winter weather. Yeah, that is weird. Yeah, That's pretty it's... crazy. I wonder why. It's. A, I think it's just. It. I've not investigated, but to me, it feels like it looks like the jet stream is adjusted, so it actually was mm. um, moving south instead of coming across the lakes. Is going south to the west side of the lakes to swing down low and come back up, heading north as it comes through us. Yeah. So it totally bypassed going across the lake because we've not got any of the Arctic weather or Arctic air masses or whatever they used to call them. 
the nor'easters. Ah, yeah. Well, that's not for us. That's more. That's us. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, yeah. I remember. Remember, we used to get uh, nor'easters when I lived in New York. Part of it was like effect. Part of it. Oh yeah. Um, part of it not. You know, it just depended on where it came from. So, yeah, New York will get some nor'easters and stuff. Yeah. And and we've gotten a few of those bomb cyclones that you were just talking about, Ken. But you know what happens when you get all that snow? You can sit back and watch movies and movie trailers. True. But you know, it, hopefully we can get this episode out a little quicker this week, too. Not saying, but yeah. not saying. Because of the trailer, I'd love to. Oops, I said trailer. Yes, we're going to start off talking about Kenobi. The new Star Trek, the Strange New Worlds trailer? No, I haven't, I haven't watched that yet. I do, I do want to see that. I was watching something on YouTube and it popped up as one of the YouTube commercials. <laughs> I, I, I do need to watch it. Um, no, I'm talking about the Obi-Wan trailer. Uh, we start off the day with photos from uh, Entertainment Weekly. Yes. And Entertainment then, Weekly has like eight new um, pictures in there. because It's a normal preview that they always put out. Yeah. And before then, all the start. And with today being see. Investor oh, Day, Disney's Investor's Day. We we got dropped a uh, um what you call it a, a teaser trailer for, for Obi Wan. Well, you know the significance of this Star Wars Entertainment Weekly article, right? I do not. This is the last print issue of Entertainment Weekly. Is going to be the Star Wars Obi Wan preview. They're going under. Oh no, kidding! No, they're going all digital. Oh, so I mean, they may end up going under, but as of right now, they're going to all digital. This is the last print issue. Wow. And interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, if you look at the um look at the article here, they say I guess um Entertainment Weekly, this is their forty first Star Wars cover over the last thirty two years. Six of which have actually had Ewan McGregor as a Jedi on them. Wow. Hmm. Absolutely wow. Uh well that's okay. Just real quick. On this day well, on Tuesday, March eighth, this week in history in Star Wars, Marvel Star Wars number one. From 1977, shipped two months before the film is released. Wow. And the, the series wow. would run for 107 issues before ending in 1986. And then it would get issue 108, uh, either in somewhere between 2019 and 2021. Because they put out one more issue to go with it. And it was pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome. Also this week earlier, because I, I just saw it because I saw an order, uh, um, headline about it. The final episode of Star Wars Rebels was March 5th of 2018. That's right. Yeah, we had Rebels Remembrance Day this week as well. So, Which actually is very apropos for the trailer we just saw. Yeah. Speaking of which, let's go ahead and get into that trailer. We want to do the trailer first or the Entertainment Weekly? Uh, Well, we're doing Obi-Wan, so let's go ahead and get back to the Entertainment Weekly and talk about those pictures. Yeah, the previews. Did you guys look at this yet? I sent you guys the previous so you could flip through it. The cover is really cool because it's actually an art cover. It's not actually a photo. Either that or it's been artified or whatever they call it. Yeah, it's, yeah. Photoshop. It looks like it's like painted. It may actually be, but. It does, yeah. Uh, but you get to the first picture and they've titled it Trouble Around Every Corner. And it's basically just, it. it's interesting looking at um, Ewan McGregor's costume here <laughs> because it's not. It's similar to what you see in a New Hope, but not quite. This looks even more run down, and um, the robe is there, but underneath it almost looks like he's wearing like a, bat, a burlap sack or something. Yeah, it's very, it's even more minimal than you get for anything else we've ever seen a Jedi in. Yep. Um, and according to Hugh McGregor, he says 
we find Obi-Wan at the beginning of our story rather broken and faithless and beaten, somewhat given up. Which would kind of make sense since he realizes there's only two Jedi left in the universe that he knows of. That his work. That's yeah. him and, and Yoda. Exactly. And his um and as far as he knows, at this point, unless um we hear otherwise, he doesn't even know um Anakin's alive. Right. Well he doesn't, he doesn't know who are Darth Vader is. He may he's probably heard of Darth Vader. Right. Well he, he so, doesn't he doesn't know about um Cal Castus being mm-hmm. around. He doesn't know um, do, do you think he for sure knows that there's no other Jedi, or or he thinks well, that, or do you think maybe there might he might know of one or two other? The only thing, the only thing I know of that we can go off of because I've not read a lot of the comic, all the comics and stuff. But from at the end of A New Hope, or not A New Hope, uh, Revenge of the Sith. Remember, um, there was Yoda and him, and that's it because they had sent out um, trying to find other Jedi, and no one had said, no one had responded. Well, and then they also sent out they reverse, you know, they reversed the call back to the temple for yeah. um to to run and hide. You're alive, run and hide. Because at this point in time and also he he's not aware of Canaan. Yeah. Or right, Ezra. Yeah. Or, oh no, Canaan would be around. Ezra would not well, be around. Unless we don't know for sure because remember it's been this series takes place ten years after Revenge of the Sith. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so it's so Ezra possible would be born, but that's it. Heard from it's possible he might know of some other Jedi, but Probably not. I mean, if everyone's disconnected from the force or from the, well, they're all, yeah. And they're all scattered to the wind. So, and, and, or, or the, their ability of the force is limited to, you know, they, they fine tuned it to, you know, local, local use, so to speak, and and not galaxy wide, like they used to be where they fill a little bit of everything, you know, just to help keep everyone safe. I mean, yeah. So who knows? Yeah. You gotta think he would probably he probably it's, does assume that there's other Jedi out there. He just may not know where they are, or who they are. Right. I mean, we've we've already mentioned two mm-hmm. that are around. Uh, there's Ahsoka. Of course, she's not a Jedi technically because she left the right, order. Yeah. But at this point mm-hmm. in time, none of them really are are Jedi anymore. Yeah. Well, we know there's. Uh, yeah. We know for a fact there's other Jedi around too because the Inquisitors are hunting Jedi. Yeah. So they've they haven't gotten them all yet. Yeah. Right. That actually, we can see, we see in the trailer when we get to it that that is a major point to this series is the Inquisitors hunting Jedi. Yeah. Which is kind of cool because that ties it to Rebels because that was a major plot point in Rebels also was Kanan trying to hide from the Inquisitors. Right. Yeah. So that, the feel of this so far, once we get to the trailer and stuff, for me, it feels like it's the, um, the Mandalorian and Boba Fett has made... Um, have touched on and brought in characters from animation and from comics and stuff. But this seems like the most closely tied to a specific series. And, um, until we get to like Ahsoka. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, I would agree with that. But with, with the, with the inquisitors, we also get the tie in to back to, uh, Jedi fallen order as well. Yeah. Since they're, they, they have parents there, mm-hmm. but move on to the next picture here. We get inquisitive talking about inquisitors. We get inquisiting minds want to know. And it's actually a picture of the inquisitor, the brand new inquisitor, Reva, played by uh, Moses Ingram. And uh, she is, as we know, inquisitors do, they are searching for the Jedi in hiding. Yep. And Deborah Chow, the director and the writer, um, Joby Harold, had described the character as ruthlessly ambitious which matches up with what we've heard of inquisitors before 
and knowing the um, the Grand Inquisitor and the, was it the fifth brother and the seventh uh, sister or something like that? Yes, I thought oh. it was second sister. Is it second sister? Yeah, I'm I'm trying to find. Yeah, I think so. And the twelfth uncle once removed. Yeah, uh, that that's baseballs. Oh yes. <laughs> now, I'm trying to find uh, the Inquisitor. Trying to find info about the Inquisitors from uh, Rebels. Wikipedia. Yeah, on Wikipedia. Well, not- as you're looking for that, moving on to the next picture, we actually get Obi Wan in a cave, and it looks like it says caving in. This is actually. Um, Obi-Wan Kenobi is a master Jedi and the master of decluttering, according to this, as evidenced by his sparse dwelling on Tatooine. So it looks like he's starting and he he doesn't have the hut that we see in A New Hope. He's actually living in a cage or, yeah, a cage, a cave. You see his bed mat is there up on the one side and he's just chilling in this cave. So I don't know at some point why he switches to a hut instead of a cave or why he's in the cave. Right. We'll have to find out when we see the show. Okay, so from Rebels and from Jedi Fallen Order, we had or have Grand Inquisitor, uh, who is the Powan male that we, we also see in Obi-Wan. Mm-hmm. Uh, fifth brother, sixth brother, seventh sister, eighth brother, and ninth sister. Okay. Uh, we see, I believe we are seeing fifth brother in the show yeah. as well. Yeah. And that's it. And then Reva would be a brand new. Yeah, that's interesting because it actually moves away from the naming convention that they had up to this point. Yeah. What makes her so different yeah. than the rest of the Inquisitors is she actually has her name. Well, apparently there is a 10th brother. And also, she kind of looks different, too. Yeah. Well, she's the first um, human Inquisitor. As far as we know, she's human, but human Inquisitor we've seen. Um, there's actually second second sister who was the, okay. a human female. Uh, formerly known as Trila Sudri. So, okay. And it seems like, according to Wikipedia, the Inquisitors were former Jedi who then became turned dark side. And second sister. That's interesting because second I sister is who we from. see. Second sister is who we see in uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah, we make it even more information about the Inquisitors on this too, and where they came from, and things. Yeah, very much uh-huh. so. I'm, I'm trying I'm to see with Reva. What? Try and get more information. Mm-hmm. Well, same with Reva. She does. Um, Ingram does give us more information here. In the next picture, you see um, is her standing. It looks like a market on Tatooine, probably. Uh, according to her, she says she's talking about the tr- the trio of Reva, the Grand Inquisitor, and Darth Vader. So that she puts the three of them in the same um, context here. It says they share a common dark side goal. Uh, and they're all on the same team. But as for what stands out most about her character is that it's all heart. Yeah. Which sounds interesting talking about a dark side inquisitor. Mm. But then again, uh, um, the dark side is all about um, or passion is part of the embracing the dark side. And it, um, go, you know, what I mean, is one of the paths to the dark side. I would, I would say almost in this lore. Now, according to Wikipedia, the Inquisitors or the Inquisitus, Inquisitorius, or the Inquisitor, Inquisitorius program or Order of the Inquisitors in the Imperial Inquisition um, started 18 years before the Battle of Yavin and was dissolved between 3 BBY to 0 BBY. So, and they were, ac- they were actually tasked with hunting down the remaining Jedi who survived Order 66 at the end of the Clone Wars as part of the Great Jedi Purge. Yeah. 
as well as other political descendants and retrieving any children identified as force sensitive. Well, yeah, we know um, from other stories and things that the, um, that uh, the emperor and Vader were collecting children. Yeah. Force sensitive children. Yep. Mm-hmm. How better to uh, keep the Jedi from springing up again if than not letting anybody who's force sensitive stay out there. Yeah. Yeah. So, but we move on to the next picture and actually this one, um, when we get the trailer, we'll talk more about it, but um, we see Obi-Wan uh, actually with a creature we've not seen for a very long time. We have the return of the Eopies. Eopie. From episode one. Yeah. So you, and it um, shows Obi-Wan just standing in front, either feeding or saying hello to his beast, I guess. Yeah. There's only a couple left here. Um, making him cry uncle. And we get a picture of Joel Edgerton as Uncle Owen. And... How funny is it? We do know Bonnie Peace is back in this yes. series. And uh, yep. I, I want to say it kind of feels good knowing that we kind of help put that out in the universe. Mm-hmm. Well, interesting enough, <laughs> another one we've had on the show, um, Molly Miller, she was in this also. Really? Of course, I, I saw yeah. that, but she can't say anything until me. Yeah, obviously she can't say what she did or anything else. I'd be interested to see she may have actually doubled Luke. Ooh. Depending on what goes on. I have to get her back on the show. She doubles a lot of children. Well, I have to get her back on the show. Oh, yeah. So, Mm -hmm. um, this is in this picture. Huh? According to IMDb, Bonnie's in every episode, too. Yeah. Yeah. I can see her and Joel Edgerton both being in every episode, probably. But very close. I didn't see her in the trailer, though. She's in the, um, if you look, well, we'll get to the trailer. But, um, this this picture here has um, Uncle Owen facing off with Reva, and it says that. Um, let me see. This one, um, ah, Deborah Chow was laughing and says, "Thank you, George, for casting Joel Edgerton as Uncle Owen." That's all I can say. Mm-hmm. So he must give an awesome performance in here as Uncle Owen, protecting Luke. Well, uh, he he was the original Uncle Owen in uh, Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. As well, but yeah, in those series, you really don't get a um, feel of the old Uncle Owen that you get in the New Hope because he was so young. He wasn't beat down by the world and everything else yet. Right. Well, so I'm thinking at this, hoping we'll get a little bit more of a look at um, at Owen, more of the style that we're going to see in Episode Four. Right. Well, we also see him too as uh, um, you know prior to he wasn't tasked having Anakin's child with him as well and and yeah and all that stress and hassle and and whatnot so i mean who knows we we, we don't know what well we do kind of know what that stress brings on onto the two of them because mm-hmm. uh, we see it in a new hope yeah they catch fire hey it was a heated discussion that got out of control mm. <laughs> indeed you guys need help <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I believe it was uh, Owen and Baru that needed the help. Yeah. Well, we get one last picture out of Entertainment Weekly here, and it's Obi Wan Kenobi on the new planet of Dayu, and the writer Joby Harold says um, Dayu is kind of sort of a Hong Kong feel to it. It's got a graffiti-ridden nightlife, and it's kind of edgy. It's just got a different lane and a different feel. Yeah. So in some of the pictures I've seen, it feels very much like uh, um, Hong Kong or almost something out of Blade Runner. 
with the neon yeah. lights. And yeah, stuff. yeah. I like, I like it. So for uh, that's the Entertainment Weekly article that they have here. I don't know if in the print version they do it different than than they have online. They may have more in it. I don't know. I have to pick it up and look. Probably not, because it's going to be whatever pictures um, Lucas allowed them to release. Yeah. And if they but gave they them eight, they gave them eight. The, no, well, they typically not. More, so. Probably not, or they would have been, been out already, unless the magazine's not out yet. Yeah. Well, this was right directly off of their website, so. But let's get into the trailer. Let's do I'm going to let it just run in the background while we're talking about it here. Some of the stuff in here we've already talked about, though. Yeah. But that's fine. I mean, it started off off in the distance with uh, someone riding an Eopi, which is awesome, because you get... Um, it looks like Kenobi basically... Uh, Getting used to the life of a hermit now in on Tatooine, and yeah. um, you get the voiceover where he's saying that the fight is done and we lost, which is showing and just everything about this is showing that he is a beat down. He, he's lost everything, living out in the desert all by himself now. But the first picture we or the first image you see other than him is actually through macro binoculars looking at the Lars homestead. Yeah. Keeping an and eye on Luke. Monty P standing there, walking out of the um, house. Yeah, and I think it's funny. There's Luke pretending he's flying a ship. Uh, if you watch, is he almost it looks pod, like racing? pod racing? That's it. That's what like I thought racing. too. I was like, and remember, all, this, yeah. it almost looks like he's pod racing. And remember, that is a big draw on Tatooine. Jabba's still there, so I guarantee he's still running pod racing at Mos Espa. You know that Uncle Owen is not going to approve of that. No. <laughs> well, he kept running Beggars Canyon because they wouldn't let him go racing the Booty Classic. Quite possibly. Mm. They used but, the T sixteen. Yeah. Well, the interesting thing when you see Obi Wan, um, the macro binoculars on there are real small compared to what we've seen in the previous films and stuff too. Yeah. Well, it it, it seems yeah, like it's micro it, macro binoculars. It, it seems like it, it it's the Jedi version. Jedi version is always yeah. smaller, mm-hmm. easier yeah. to conceal. Goes in, goes yeah. either in the pouches or, or whatever pockets are in the robes or in the, even though there's no pockets in robes supposedly, but you know go into whatever, maybe within their tunics or on their belt pouches. Mm-hmm. Nobody nobody ever says it, but Jedi are pretty uh, sneaky. They're like mm-hmm. Batman, They're, the Jedi yes. belts got all these utility pouches that hold almost everything. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, well, the next thing- air tanks for going underwater. That's right. <laughs> Hey, if you need something, either the force will give it to you or they have the tech, one or the other. Yeah. But next up is interesting because you get the um, Lucasfilm title card, but in Star Wars, I don't remember ever seeing it other than the green ethereal look where it just fades out. This one, it comes in in gold and it gets blown away through this by the sands of the desert. Yeah. And we fade into a black starship going to a... Um, a black and red base and the voice of the Grand Inquisitor that, talking about what it takes to hunt Jedi. That shuttle looks very similar to uh Krennic shuttle. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But from there, we fade to an image of the actual Grand Inquisitor from Rebels. Okay. Yes. So are you are y'all a little disappointed that the head's not more elongated like in the show? Go ahead. I wasn't disappointed, but I did notice it. I did notice it. Yeah. I mean, I, I was great to see. I was great to see that we're getting the Grand Inquisitor and this is taking place before Rebels. So 
So we're getting the, the Inquisitor there, and the, Inqui- and the Inquisitors are are a thing, and we're, and we're seeing them sooner, now seeing them sooner in the timeline, before Rebels. Of course, they didn't start hitting Lothal until Ezra started. Well, they had no reason to. Right, because Kanan was good about hiding most of it until Ezra came along and really started to shake things up. Um, but I, I was expecting the head to be when I first saw it, I was like, okay, this is cool, but could they have gone sort of like the, the Utalpins from Revenge of the Sith and given them a little bit of a more elongated head? Yeah. Well, I've noticed he went on a major diet after this. Well, that too. Remember, the Grand Inquisitor in the Rebels was extremely thin. And, but then again, maybe that was a style to... choice for the for the cartoon. Yeah. That's the thing. With yeah, animation, it's I'm always sure. going to be stylized a little bit differently. But if you look behind the Grand Inquisitor here, Fifth Brother standing back there also. Yeah, and Fifth Brother is uh, oh, what's his name? Um, I have it right here. Hang on. Song Song Hong. Song Kang. Song Kang, who we who we know as Han Sulo in Fast and Furious. Ah, okay. Well, the um, the Grand Inquisitor is actually being Usually, played by Rupert Friend. I don't also. watch Fast and Furious. I remember Han, but Rupert Friend actually plays the Grand Inquisitor in this. Yeah. Some of the names we've been seeing on the um, everybody's figuring out, trying to figure out who they were. So the moving on from there. Yeah, in Fast and Furious, he, he played up. he played Han, but at one point they said his name was Sulo S U L O. It was supposed to See, be I a spoof on. I never heard that. It was supposed to be a spoof of Han Solo. Was it now? Yep. Well, in this, most of the voiceover from here on in this is all the Grand Inquisitor. And um, it's cool because they're giving he's giving tips on how it is how do you hunt Jedi? And a lot of it is the fact that the Jedi, <laughs> because of the way they're trained, they can't help who they are. Is it a, they're going to give themselves up eventually? Was, was that an Inquisitor TED talk on how to hunt Jedi? <laughs> Pretty much. Correct. Correction. Han Solo. S e o u l dash o h. Ah, okay. Is how they got around. Oh, that's, it was Han Solo. That's much better. Now I need. We need some speculation. Are, are you guys flipping through the trailer while we're doing this? Also, yes, I am. Okay, we get to the um, the Grand Inquisitor's temple, and we get Riva and the Grand Inquisitor. Who's to the Grand Inquisitor's right or left, or is uh, that um, is that the fifth brother without the helmet or without the hat? Okay, hold, on, hold on, hold on. Did we talk about? Uh, did we talk about the, the tran- Did we talk about the transport that Obi Wan's on? No, I just kind of just glanced past that because it's a it's obviously a bus. Okay. Or a Star Wars version of a tra- of a bus transport between the towns on ta- Tatooine. I mean, okay. it's cool looking, but so let, let me try and catch up with you here. I'm looking at the room, black room, green windows. Yeah, there's Reva. The middle, there's fifth, fifth brother. brother to the who's to his left. Is that one of the other Inquisitors that we've seen before? It's either second sister or or seventh sister. I can't tell. I don't remember what seventh seventh sister was one from Rebels, right? Yes. Second sister is the more human one that we see in Fallen Order. And I can't tell who it is. The seventh sister always has her helmet on. Not always. Well, typically, yes. It's the right whether, skin whether it's the shield, whether the face shield's down on it or not is an option. Yeah, let me back up. That may be seventh sister because it does look almost the, Asian. Almost, but she doesn't have the, um, what you call it, it's on um, the tubes on the back. The one we see sitting here has the tubes on the back of her head. Attached to it. So what was the other one? Second sister? Second sister is human. Yeah, that wouldn't be. This may be a new one. That Could doesn't be. match up either. Could be. Is we get we go from second sister to fifth brother to sixth brother, seventh sister, eighth brother, 
ninth sister, tenth brother. We don't know anything about three or four. The ninth sister, where do we see her from? Oh, Fallen Order. Oh, no, there's Fallen no way Order that's who well. that is. <laughs> it's not yeah. ninth sister. Unless they decide to go in an extremely different way. So this, there may, may be a third sister or a fourth sister. Because I would assume the Grand Inquisitor is number one, first yeah. brother. So that's interesting. It's interesting that we have some speculation. We can't dissect every picture right. in here. Right. And, and who's to say those are hoses either? Yeah. We don't know. But well, I, I'm looking at the saber. The saber looks very close to Seventh Sister's saber. Well, if you remember in Rebels and in other places we've seen them, almost all the Inquisitors have that um, spinning, the fake spinning lightsaber. Yeah. Double-bladed spinning lightsaber. Obviously, Reva's is different. Right. She's got a regular lightsaber, so I'm not sure what's going on with her. I'm I'm thinking this is this got to be second sister, and, the, and this could be second sister after the dealings of Cal Kestis. Possibly. I should go back and play that game again. So we leave that room and go back to... Yeah, back to Tatooine, and it looks like that almost looks like someone's hanging. Yeah. Do you just see feet over the crowd? Yeah, uh, it definitely looked like that. Yeah, because that or actually... I'll bet that could be, you got to remember, more than likely, this is when the Inquisitors lifted someone up with a force choke way up above everybody's head. Could mm. be. Because Reva's there. The next picture, the next image is Reva spinning around with lightsaber to face off with, um, and looks back into the crowd. You see Owen is actually in the crowd there. Yep. Seeing what's going on. Yep. Yeah. Now, the next image that goes to this other world, um, is that Arabish? That is Arabish. What's that saying, Arabish? I don't have my, uh, um, what's called over up right here. Uh, oh, shoot. I don't have a translator sitting right here. I know the bottom is an R. Almost positive. That's something they should add to the Star Wars app. Is actually an tra- Arabish translator. I'm surprised they haven't. They do. It's, you got to get to it through the um, Galaxy's Edge data pad. I've never, I've never even t- hit that button. Well, oh, you have to actually download the data pad. Yeah. Uh, I, should, I should dealt with these letters. I, should, I believe the bottom's an R. Uh, All right. I'm almost at the data pad. Uh-huh. Now. I got it here. Um, R is the backwards seven, or is the seven there? Yep. What's the VT? course we got people yelling there it is e it's er so i don't know it's whatever logo for a um the logo for a company or something but you see um reva standing on a kneeling down above the city and looking for something right i do like um the inquisitors we see them landing on tatooine with the um the wings that swing up like many other it's a very common theme in star wars with shuttles have you noticed that yeah yeah uh, oh, what's we that? get a what's that other building? Aha! Wait a minute. Okay, you get the um, imperial officer walking down the ramp. Then you get a p- picture of that other uh, inquisitor that we don't not sure who it is, but it's a much better, more close up. No, those aren't tubes; those are head tails of some sort. She's an alien of some sort. The uh, when we see Reva look out across yeah. that green sign that says milk. It says milk. It says milk. <laughs> Okay. So maybe a milk factory. Where you get your blue milk? Uh, in this case, maybe green milk, since it's a green sign. Yeah. But that sign says milk. That neon sign says milk. Oh, very There's plenty, good, plenty of Easter eggs in this, I could tell, for people who want to actually practice their Arabic translations. Yep. Now, here, here's the question. We see this Imperial officer walk off. Mm-hmm. Is this the same Imperial officer from uh, Bad Batch? Or we have someone new? Probably someone new. The actress Probably, looks yeah. familiar. Yeah, she's been in uh, um, 
a few things that I'm trying to remember where I know her from, but yeah, I've definitely seen her before. But then we get back to the um, what was the name of that world hound? Uh, there's more Arabish. Dayu. Okay. Dayu. Yeah. We get back to Dayu, and you can see um, that Inquisitor that we don't know who it is. You get a much better look at her from behind, at least, to see that she, that's actually head tails of some sort. Yeah. And she's looking through a lineup of people, but then you see in the background on another shot Obi Wan Kenobi walking uh, along with her, watching what she's doing. Then we switch to a droid. That's what it is. Sorry. I'm not seeing Game of Thrones, Thrones, but okay. So the the Arabish we see when we first see her, uh, the four letters there translate to Hoss. H-O-S-S. I can't make out. I can't get it to stop. Uh, Uh, Slow down the um, picture. This one's doing. doing. I'm running it at um, half speed right now. Hoss. Okay. Hoss, Ma are the six letters I could see. And now I'm up to the uh, to the droid. Which I'm going to translate that now. So continue yeah, on that's what I, so you can catch up. Yeah. Well, I'm there now. Um, you get a droid checking out a really dirty and beat up stormtrooper armor. So I don't know if that's actually just armor or if that's actually a trooper. Because it looks like the droid hand there that had... Uh, so I don't know if he's repairing armor or what he's doing. Because it looks like he's got a tool in his hand. I'm assuming that's the droid hand there that had a tool. The droid's name is Ned. N-E-D. That's what it says. Oh, that's what it says on that's it? That's what it says. Ned. Well, it looks like he's probably a repair droid for the Stormtrooper armor, because from the what I'm inferring from this, and I'm probably way wrong, but next we get Reva um, showing off her parkour skills and running across rooftops. And then yeah. you get the really cool image that everybody that's ever seen an Inquisitor wants to see, and you see him swinging that um, double... Propeller style lightsaber. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's a shame that the the very little we see of the teeth, it's not like it's, it's not like we sh- what we saw on the show. I was expecting more yeah. of the sharp, rigid teeth. Well, you got to remember, even when they showed um, Ahsoka, Ahsoka was different. Yeah. Cad Bane was different. Yeah. Bane wasn't different by much, though. There was enough. But in this, the way that's looking, if he's swinging that lightsaber like that, I'm thinking they found another Jedi. And this is them dispatching that Jedi. Possibly. Maybe, but it almost looked like to almost look like he's talking to Owen. Um, trying to intimidate some. Yeah. Yeah. It's like he's talking somebody. Yeah, trying to intimidate Owen. Yeah, but I think this is in that Dayu. This is on that other planet with the neon and stuff. Tatooine doesn't have all the neon. Maybe it is on Tatooine. Huh? I the part with the lightsaber there, I don't think is on on Tatooine. I think this is on that other world that um, has all the neon and the the Blade Runner style city. That could be possibly could be. Yeah. Well, I guess he takes stormtroopers with him anywhere. Yeah. But he, even in this small video shot, it looks like one stormtrooper off to his. This in this shot, the helmet looks slightly different. Well, this is ten. Like we said, this was ten years after. Which one? To his right. Yeah, to the right of or screen. To our right. Yeah, it looks like, know, the, look like it could be the just the way my screen was blurred. Yeah, it's got because it looks like a standard stormtrooper armor to me. Then we get it. But then we get the fifth brother Great leading shot. a um, battalion of stormtroopers through the city. Great shot. And, and I'm okay that I mean he's menacing, but he's not big and bulky like in the show. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. And in many ways, I am okay with the Grand Inquisitor. It's just I, I was expecting Grand Inquisitor slightly more elongated head. Yeah. So. Well, the next shot we get here is actually looks like, and you have no reference at all, but it looks like two escape pods. Yeah. Well, there's a 
Yeah, I thought there was a ship that went with it, but but you don't actually see it that ship though. No, I thought we did. Then the skate pods fade out, and we're back to Riva. Yeah, and it looks like this is Joel Edgerton here. I believe this is she's actually um, chasing Owen for some reason, but I don't know. I understand what that is. Ah, okay, now. It took me till just now. I got to pause just right that um, you show she shows her lighting up her lightsaber, which this is definitely not the um, double bladed spinny propeller nope. lightsaber. Nope. But the next is image, that the you official see, name for it, spinny lightsaber. Double bladed spinny lightsaber. It's the official title of this episode: the double bladed <laughs> spinny lightsaber. <laughs> Well, the next one, until just now, I was able to pause it enough time that I could see. Um, it looks like it's Riva checking. The, there's something scrawled on a wall, scratched like a kid had written stuff. And you're trying to figure out, no, that's actually like a kid's version of the Jedi lo- Jedi emblem scratched on a wall. You have to pause it just right as it comes in, as it fades in to actually see it. As she puts her hand on her, he, whichever one it is. Then we get Riva. And- Reva in an alleyway with, I'm trying to figure out, is that Obi-Wan? Someone with a blaster. Someone with a blaster. Maybe it is Obi-Wan. Well, the other it's one would Cassie be Cassie and <laughs> He would be running around, technically. The next image, I can't tell if that's... This one looks like it's on Tatooine at night. And I believe this one is Obi-Wan with a blaster. I think it is. I think this is on Tatooine because there is a little bit of neon, but it's just like a sign right outside the bar. It's not like a big yeah. billboard. And this is getting shot at from all kinds of different directions. And you have like an explosion of birds come off. I think I was just to show how cool that looks. Yep. Then we get the last image is just Obi-Wan looking very old and worried in the desert. Although I was excited at, at one point during the trailer here, you get the duel of the fates. Yeah. Yes. That was awesome to hear. It is awesome it that, at, that Star Wars is actually pulling references from the prequels now, finally. Mm. And who? I mean, there's still a possibility we may get Maul because this would have been around the time he has created Crimson Dawn. I thought that was before this. Crimson Dawn's been around, apparently, been around for a while. Yeah. What? But he when, he is the um, latest. When did they have? Oh, it was during Rebels that they had the Darth Maul Obi Wan fight, wasn't it? Yes. The final one. Yes. Okay, so that's actually almost at a new hope. So, so yeah, he would still be running around. But this would also be taking place around the time of uh, beginning after Solo. It's right at the beginning of Solo. I thought Solo was more closer to five years after. No, it's 10 years. It starts off 13 years before, then it goes to to 10. Hmm. I remember correctly. Well, the thing with this is they've not shown any kind of um, underworld reference at all in this entire trailer. We've not heard anything about the underworld for this series. Hmm. That doesn't mean it's not going to be there. But... I, I think it's, it has to be there if you weren't wearing tattooing. There's got to be would, some tie yeah. to the underworld. I would think so, too. Yeah. Depends on what they're, I mean, if you're not doing anything that involves the huts, then you're not going to have them, you know? Right. So, but that was the end of the trailer there. It is definitely a teaser trailer because there's not a whole lot in there to other than what they already told us on other things. But, you know, it was per- to me, it was perfect. Yeah, it was good stuff. It, it, it was ideal. Obviously, we will get a full trailer out. Eventually, oh yeah, we still got two months. Honest, I don't, I don't know if I need one. Anyway, we don't need one. I don't, I don't think, think. I don't think we do. I'd be okay. I, I think we've seen just enough. I would be okay with another. Uh, uh, what you call it? Another uh, teaser? A little short teaser? Possibly. Yeah. I, I, I don't. I don't think we need a trailer. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, how do you but guys? 
that's all of the Mandal or um, yeah, Mandalorian. That's all of the Boba Fett that, that we've gotten today so far. So, how do you guys feel about the trailer? I liked it. It was um, got me very excited for the series, which I was already excited for. Yeah, and it uh, didn't. Yeah, I can't wait. It didn't adjust, change the way I felt about it. I'm going to go see the movie or the trailer, watch the show, whatever it is. Um, anyway, <laughs> but it was still cool to see some of what's coming. Um, yeah, I did was, hit in the feels was... by seeing stuff like the duel, hearing the duel of the fates and some of these other things. I was like, yeah, I missed this stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it, it seeing seeing the trailer makes it finally feel like real. Like there is actually, you know, you know what I mean? Like, yep. yep. It's not just talk anymore. We actually have some visuals to yeah. see it. I agree. I agree. I mean, I'm excited for the series. I, I was just afraid. Where were they going to go? Um, I'm still curious to know how Vader's going to be playing part of this because I, I'm a leery of a Vader, uh, Vader Obi-Wan fight. Yeah. And, and I am and having that um, <clears throat> and having that take away from the moment from a new hope. Right. But it's like, oh, we have um, over on keep my other show, Keepers of the Fringe. Me and Chris said both kind of agreed where we're both excited about the potential of having Vader in it, but we're also wary of it because you, we don't want to see them. It could be really good or or it could be bad. Now I have but, no I have no problems with what they do. I have no problems with Vader being with uh, with the Inquisitors, training with the Inquisitors. Well, you got to remember, if I remember right, you Vader know, he, actually is in charge of the Inquisitors. He is, which right. is why they had so much influence. If you look, the design of the Inqu- Inquisitors was very much similar to what Vader's uh, um, suit and stuff. And you look at the temple that they're flying to at the very beginning. Yeah, it very much looks like Vader's castle. Yeah. It has the same architecture. But I, I think it's different. I think it may be the Inquisitor's headquarters. That's what that one is. No, that's not Vader's castle because Mustafar is a lava planet. It's not yeah. water. Yeah. Right. They have the but they have the same um architect. An interior designer. Their interior Definitely. designer they share back and forth. <laughs> that might just be a, a an empire interior designer. True. There's a sketch for you for Saturday Night Live or something. The Imperial Interior <laughs> Interior Designer. Imagine what you could do with that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, really. Yeah. So, uh, imagine someone like a Robin Williams playing that character in, in on a sketch. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So take away. Yeah, that's Obi Wan so far. Takeaways from the trailer. Well, we are definitely going to get Obi Wan off of Tatooine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Which um, I, can't, I figured. I don't know how I feel about that, depending on what the story totally is. But if he's actually looking for these inquisitors to try to figure out why, how they're doing what they're doing, then that's one thing. I yeah. think, I think this series, even more than other series, is is um, it's very important what they do and don't do in this series because of where it's placed in like the timeline and stuff. Yeah. Which I'm sure they're aware of, so I'm sure they're not going to, you know, mess anything up. Well, but since we know, like um, when you hear like, oh, when you hear like, oh, Vader's going to be in it, you're like, oh, that's cool, and then you're like, wait a minute, is it cool? Yeah. Well, we that, know, you know um, is that going to mess lead, continuity? The leader of the story story group, and he's executive producer on all this stuff. Also, is Dave Filoni, so he's not going to let him do too much that'll mess it all up. As we right. we we can hope. I mean. Isn't he officially I, a vice president in Lucasfilm now? 
he is. Or he, something like that. He he's in he's in charge of creative. Yeah. I mean, I don't. So tricks get made. He has to have signed off on it. Right. I and don't. He created a lot of these characters. I don't see. I don't see him retconning the final meeting. You know what leads to the final meeting of Obi Wan and Vader and New Hope. Hopefully, he keeps that right. Preserves that that um. It keeps that in- integrity. Mm. But um, it is. I guess the question is: Are y'all going to be disappointed if we do see a battle between um between Obi Wan and Vader in the series? Well, I mean. It's hard to say I'll be disappointed because it'll be freaking awesome, but it all depends on what what they do with it and what what of what ramifications it has on what we've already seen. Right. Yeah. Actually, I think if we see and, and as far as I can tell here, it doesn't look like Obi-Wan ever actually has his lightsaber in this one. And I would almost expect him to not use his lightsaber in this entire series. Yeah. Yeah, but if he does agree. have a lightsaber duel at all, it'd probably be with um, one of the Inquisitors, and more than likely not one of the um, not the Grand Inquisitor or the um, Fifth Brother. It's probably going to be either Reva or the other Inquisitor that we saw there, because we know the other two have mm. to survive. Right, two of them have to survive that we've seen. Well, also, and, and I, I think we mentioned this earlier too. There's a question of. Does he even know at this point that Darth Vader is Anakin yet? Who Obi Wan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, because I, I believe it was you know all the the name change to Vader happens during Revenge of the Sith. Yes, but and, no one calls him Darth Vader publicly at all right. until after that. The it, Emperor it calls him Revenge of Darth Sith, Vader, but that's but, it. Right, he's so got to. He might he's, not know. He's got to know. I mean, if he's checked records, he would have seen the turn and would have seen that the emperor na- renamed him Vader. Everything. Well, everything we've um, mm, seen anywhere necessarily. Was, that was one of the closest guarded secrets between of all of them was that who Vader actually was. Nobody in the galaxy knew who Vader was. He was just a guy that showed up. Right. He was the emperor's right hand and instrument of terror, but no one had any idea who it was. As far as we can tell, if you um, look at um, Tarkin, Tarkin never, I think during the Tarkin book is the only time they allude that he may have tried to figure out who Vader was. But remember in the Tarkin book, he's not sure who Vader is. And in a new hope, you can, he, he knows Vader was a, a Jedi. That's all he knows. Right. But that's what's inferred. As far so as I don't think Obi-Wan anybody knows, knows who Vader is Anakin. other than the emperor. Right. As far as, as uh, Obi-Wan knows, Anakin should have died on Mustafar. Yeah. He left him to die. So he might not he might not know at this point. It's hard to say. He might know. He might not. Remember, as Obi-Wan's walking away, Anakin catches fire. Make it even right. worse. <laughs> Again, another heated argument. Mm-hmm. Oh. No, the jokes are hot tonight. Oh. Oh. That... That physically hurt. Oh, Anakin was doing his best, Mister Stay Puffed uh, impression. Oh, oh. Anakin just on Mustafar just showed how much he lavered at me. Wow, now you're well, really stretching. <laughs> that goes the I end of that. Close to the end here, or something. You know, <laughs> you know, Obi One did always tell Anakin not to be so hot headed. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. I shouldn't. I should not. I should not participate. <laughs> yeah, you're just pushing him farther. <laughs> that that uh, joke, 
cause Anakin his ability to walk. <laughs> so, anyways, um, we have anything else based on the trailer? Not for Obi Wan, I don't think. Nope. So, well, um, I'm gonna say, damn, looking here, uh, Funko. They they have this line of collectibles out called uh, Sodas. Yeah, I saw that. And they have. I've seen those cans. Oh, I didn't know if they're actually soda or they just. It's a Funko pot or Funko collectible in a can. It's a Funko collectible in a can. Okay. And there are. And Star Wars is getting a treatment. And according to. Uh, this is from StarWars.com. Uh, when Seth Watkins, creative director at Funko, develops a new design style for a collectibles line, he almost starts with Luke Skywalker, Darth Vader, and Chewbacca. Even though those characters aren't on the release, that's where he starts. Because they present very different challenges. Facial likenesses, hands, clothing, hard surfaces, details, and how stylized hair and fur. I must have drawn these guys a thousands of thousands of times in hundred different styles. Uh, with these three characters, you can, almost, you can answer almost all the questions that need addressing for any other character from any other license. It's interesting. Huh. Luke, Vader, and Chewie. So, um, it looks like that exercise is finally going to pay off in, more, in a more direct way for Funko's soda line. As the galaxy far, far away is set to join the vinyl figure in a can series. First up are two Star Wars, Star Wars icons, including one who isn't part of Wookiee, of Wookiees, of Watkins design warm-ups, uh, being... Luke Skywalker and Boba Fett, both inspired by their looks in Empire Strikes Back. And apparently with Boba Fett, there is a variant of the prototype armor. Sweet. There's a variant on the Luke Skywalker one, too. Oh, no hand. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. There's always variants. Yeah. Funkos. Especially especially if it's a blind bag. Like this here, you just get the can. You know what the, actually, the figure inside is going to look like. Maybe. Unless yeah. you get one of the other ones packed in there. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I'm going to check these out. Like I said, I've seen them, the, the Funko Soda before. I wasn't sure exactly what it was, so I just never picked it up to check it out. That'd be it. And then finally, uh, StarWars.com as well uh, released 20 great quotes from the Book of Boba Fett. Since we're gonna, we could touch back on Book of Boba Fett, uh, I'm going to go from 20 on up. Coming at number 20, if not us, then who? From F- it's Finnick Shand. Uh, this comes from uh, Chapter 7 in the Name of Honor. Also from Chapter 7, this is my city, Boba Fett. Um, in Chapter 7, we both die in the name of honor, the Mandalorian. At 18, 17, I'd be careful where I was sticking my nose if I were you. Cad Bane. Love that quote. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, 16, so much like your father, Sokotano to Luke. Mm-hmm. Uh, get back up. Always get back up, Luke Skywalker. Uh, Wizard, the Mandalorian. <laughs> Just short and brief. Uh, Pelimoto brings brings a great quote at 13. Dated a Jawa for a while. They're quite furry. Very furry. Oh, yeah. Uh, number 12, the Mandalorian. Loyalty and solidarity are the way. Uh, Garza Flip hit it. Max, talking <laughs> to Max Rebo um, about starting up the, the band after, uh, I won't say that was after uh, he, uh, Santi rips the arms off the trans oceans. Uh, number 10, you can only get so far without a tribe. Uh, it's from Boba Fett. Uh, number nine, do you know who I am? I'm Boba Fett. Uh, his name strikes fear even in droids. Uh, unfortunately for the rat catcher droid, he's so scared he admit, immediately switches himself off. Mm-hmm. Uh, find other banthas. Make baby banthas. 
go Boba Fett to the Panther he had been riding across the Dune Sea. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, number seven, no hard feelings. It's just business. Boba Fett, um, when he looks at Crescenton um, after you know, the whole scuffle they had the night before, <laughs> he's getting ready to turn him over to the huts. The huts are like, eh, no, you can keep him. Um, if you wish to continue breathing, I advise you weigh your next words carefully. Fennec Shand is coming in at number six. Number five, like a bantha, Boba Fett, as he's trying to teach the Tuscans how to ride a speeder bike. Uh, number four, sleep lightly, bounty hunter, uh, coming from one of the Hut twins. Number three, Jabba world with fear. I attend to rule with respect, Boba Fett. Uh, number two, shall I kill him? Fennec Shand. I think she says that quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, and number one, I'm the crime lord. He's supposed to pay me, Boba Fett. So, yep, that's where we stand there. Nice. Cool. And then uh, we had, if you're looking at Celebration, May 15th, tickets are going back on sale to the general public. There are some kids. I forgot, yeah, the tickets were not on sale because remember when they originally announced it, when they moved the date, they took all the tickets down. They said the, the tickets that you already have are still good. They have a certain a small amount of, or they have a certain amount of tickets that are still available that they're getting ready to put back on sale this week coming up. Yep. Now here's the catch. You must be fully vaccinated and you still have to wear a mask. On site. Well, you are in California. And it, and you have five and up. Below the age of five, you have to, uh, if you're not vaccinated, you have to show um, proof in less than 24 hours or 48 hours of the event. So uh, other than that, I don't think some I have. The, well, do you see some of the merch that they have? Some of the images they've done for um, celebration this year are sweet. The main poster design is awesome going through the different years of Star Wars. Yeah. Well, it's all, it's all based on 20 years of. Uh, this is twenty twentieth anniversary of Attack of the Clones as well. Well, this goes back to even farther than that. Oh, it's got yeah. Darth Maul in here. Uh, it's like all this image is all of Star Wars. Yeah, the one with Vader with the Emperor. Then you get into Darth Maul, then the Mandalorian, and Ahsoka and Luke. Yep, and all the different ships and things. All this is just a really cool design. I wouldn't mind that as just a regular poster. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And then the twentieth anniversary um, of Episode Two images are really cool too. Yeah, the way they did that logo. Yeah, I was impressed with that. I, I, not not too shocked, but I was impressed. Yeah. Now, anybody out there who wants to give me the um, celebration shirt with the Vader image there and send it to Wookiee Radio, we can we can come up with an arrangement here. I'll I'll pay you for it. I just need I, I want that um, t shirt. Okay. I thought you were going to say anybody who wants to give me their tickets. <laughs> well, there's that too. Yeah, but then I got to get out to California. That could be a challenge. Hey, you, you give me you give me the tickets. I'll figure out a way to get there. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we are we are members of the media. We could try for that. <laughs> yeah. Good. But I don't have the time to go out there at the moment. Because remember, usually Celebration has a podcast stage. Yeah, we would have already had to submit. Mm. I don't know, because they've not announced anything yet. We don't have any guest announcements. We don't have anything. Any Well, the panels you won't know until about two weeks out, but still. Yeah. But hey, this is the first news we've gotten since we found out they were moving it, that they're actually still doing it. Yeah, it, it, it's been a while. So, And they're only two months out for them, so they, they better be getting some information going. Yep, they have to. So, uh, any final thoughts, guys? That was yes. going to be my final thought. but <laughs> I have a final thought. I just saw uh, an article that it was announced today. Uh, are either of you familiar with the villainous uh, board game? I've never played it, but it's I know from what Funko, it is. isn't it? 
as well? No. Um, no. No, Funko doesn't put it out. It's another company. It is. Yeah. It's put out by Ravensburger. Okay. I think I, um, I know I've heard a, of it. Dis, there's a Disney villain. There's a Disney villainess and a Marvel villainess, and it was just announced today that there will be a Star Wars villainess. Oh, cool. It will be called Star Wars Villainess Power of the Dark Side. Ooh. And uh, you can choose uh, from a bunch of different characters, including Darth Vader, Asaz Ventress, Kylo Ren, Moff Gideon, or General Grievous, and I I think I saw somewhere they also they also had Krennic in there too. Oh, cool! But uh, yeah, so there is a. I've never played it, but it looks interesting. I might have to pick it up. Yeah. Uh, it it sells for twenty nine ninety nine. It's not bad. And will be coming out will be coming out this August at all major retailers. Very cool. Well, I have nothing more. I think we've had a great episode, and uh, there's only one thing left to be said. Give the evacuation code signal. information vital to the survival of the rebellion into the memory systems of this R2 unit. I've lost R2. Oh,